This is bullshit! Oh, we apologize, ladies and gentlemen. me! Everybody screws me! And nobody does a goddamn thing about it! Well, obviously, we got... My ass, Brett! All you want to do anytime you go in the ring is cry like a baby! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. And we're actually four jobbers yet again. What is with us? We are being consistent in showing up. Not consistent in the quality we deliver, though, because, you know, it varies. Usually it's down, though, I guess, so maybe that is consistent. Anyway, enough of my rambling. Let's meet the people you actually want to hear from. We'll start off with the body from Kirkati, Jordan Deves. How are you, my friend? Good, mate. Really good. We've got some new mics. We've got some new audio. I'm drinking. I'm drinking light beer to what? keep the uh, mate. I, I, honestly, my jeans don't fit me. I've been drinking light beer, so I, you know it's much better for me. It's not at all. I just drink <laughs> twice as much. Um, but aye, other than that, pretty damn good, mate. Pretty damn good. We are also joined this week by. The new addition to the podcast this year, he is known as the Wax Mamba. Waxman, how are you, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. I'm also on the new mic crew, although it's not really a brand new mic. It's literally your old mic, but rumor had it that my old mic, which was my old mic, which was my new mic, uh, was not delivering the jobber quality we've come to expect from the four jobbers, which is saying... Very little, but uh, hopefully my sound is better this week. We can all blame Jason. He's the one that started this uh, mic craze by bringing in the super fancy, as he calls it, DSLR mic. Um, actually, it's an XLR mic because he used to be a performer, a performer of musical means. He is now known as They Hate Jason, and he is the biggest Shawn Michaels mark you have ever met. How are you, buddy? Jason, a.k.a. They Hate Jason, a.k.a. Jason, a.k.a. They Hate Jason. This is... That's, he is an enigmatic wow. figure, that is for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had a good mic for a while now because uh, I used to rap like, uh, you know, one of the best rappers you ever heard. And uh, Did you have like a rapping name or was it just Jason? Uh, it was The Show. The Show? Yeah. Okay. Because my like, uh, I, my brother's nickname was Big Show, and he's he was a lot bigger than me, so I'm just the Show. Okay, the Show or the Show Show. Okay, oh, the, just the Show. Okay, because yeah. I can't really imagine you you know standing in the wings waiting to come out at like a a gig or whatever, and the guy goes, "Yo, yo, put your hands up. Here's my boy Jason," and then you walk <laughs> out like it just doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the show. No matter, even if you had the yeah. coolest name possible, when he still walks out, there's still going to be that reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I need a good name to help me, you know, for when I actually do walk out. You know, I need that buzz, like that name. And uh, the show was pretty good. You know, people liked it. Nice, nice. Jordan's also a performer. I mean, now that we're getting to know each other a little bit better, he does Jason, opera, right? He I did can opera, sing all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, well, Jason, you, you told us a little bit about your sex life last week, and so this week I appreciate you diving a little bit more into the enigma that is you. So Someone, sure someone just said I was en- enigmatic. I thought, I thought it meant anemic, and I'm like, maybe, but I had to look up what <laughs> enigmatic meant. And anemic, I'm sure. <laughs> I feel like it lately. Oh, wow. Mm, that's <laughs> a, that bad? Yeah. No, anemic. No. 
I actually yeah, don't know what anemic means. Interesting. It just means you're lacking <laughs> vitamins, doesn't it? Oh. Well, to get those Flintstones in you. I need some more Wilmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need some more Jason, Wilma. you need a lot of help. Not just vitamins. But we're working on it. But I got a good mic, so... Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, it's come full circle. All of us have got crap mics, but, you know, at least we've got our health. We used to have crappy mics and crappy takes. Now we've got nice mics, but we still got the crappy takes. So we actually had some homework this week. Jason has provided us yet again with some homework. We're back on the track. After we watched the pay-per-view, we decided to hold off because there was a lot to digest and discuss Mm. after that pay-per-view. And we were very hopeful coming out of it that, Maybe this was going to lead into some fantastic storylines, but were we correct? I don't know. We'll find out on this episode of The Four Jobbers. I mean, this week, I actually tried to watch a full episode of Monday Night Raw from start to finish, live on television. How do you guys think I did? Uh, I think you went in with good intentions and and a lot of steam, but then you remember that it's three hours now. <laughs> and uh, quickly lost that steam. Absolutely. To, like to put that into perspective, that's that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's true. And even then, I, I, you know, I sometimes when I've watched that, I've paused it to go and take a dump or something like that. So you telling <laughs> me I'm going to watch three three hours of wrestling nonstop? Come on. Eh? Most people won't watch movies now that are that long. I there was one that came out, The Irishman, and I remember a lot of people saw how long it was, and right away they, they wrote it off as something they wouldn't watch due to how long it was. So trying to watch an entire WWE show with commercials live is very difficult. And much like um, you know, a beleaguered superstar, about uh, halfway through, I tapped out. <laughs> I was actually watching a, the tag match, and uh, I think it was a commercial break, and I got on my phone, and I just picked up the remote to go change the channel because I was just like, I'm not invested in this whatsoever there's nothing really pulling me in to watch this when's the last time you guys were able to sit through a wwe event from start to finish that wasn't a pay-per-view oh can't even remember can't even remember it's been probably when i went live yeah that that (laughs) would be mine too probably i think a a couple years ago a couple years ago i i uh was gifted tickets to SmackDown Live back when it came through Montreal. This might have been back in 2018. And I watched the show because I was there. And that would probably be the last time. It's difficult for me because obviously if I want to watch it live, I need to watch it at 1 in the morning. And while I'm usually awake at that time because I'm pissed, (laughs) I, I would never make it through three hours at that point. Um... But I like I've watched, I've definitely watched it like the next day. But the last time I did the entirety of it, nah, years years ago. It's too long. It's just too long, and there's too much crap in the middle. Like, oh, agreed. It's a ton of fluff. Even pay per views now. There's just a ton of marketing, ton of self promotion or inter promotion, and. Just give me the wrestling. Give me the storylines. Get out. You could. It, they could still probably condense it to two hours if they just took out some of that bluff. But then, like, you've got three-hour show, and then what? Like five matches. Five matches. If that, in the three hours, of talent they have. They have so much talent. 
Yeah, it's, but I'm watching the same thing. I'm like, all right, he, next week on Raw, Kevin Owens versus Murphy. I just watched that. <laughs> why it's are you true. showing me this again? I just it was it was good. It was really good. Yeah, but but why are you showing me it again? You have a challenger challenging for the title, and they get another title fight the next day. Yeah, come How does on. That keep happening. Like, come on, Jason. What do you think? You've been silent. Um, I do. I mean, we've said it over and over again. The hardest part about it is the length and, and you know, staying uh, focused for that long on anything. I mean, anything over 10 minutes is hard. So imagine three hours, you know. So I just watch the highlights. And um, I think when the crowd comes back, it'll be a lot easier um, mm-hmm. and it'll inject sure. something into it. And we'll realize like, oh, yeah. Taking the crowd away from wrestling is insane. Like it, it, it takes away like so much. You need the crowd. It's, it's a massive part of it. So I think that'll help. Obviously. Well, if you think about some of the, like some of the discussions we've had in like older episodes of this, we we've talked about how certain audiences in certain cities have been either amazing or they've been awful. So what you know, what does that tell you? Like we were able to take something away from. Um, you know, from the crowd's reaction to what's going on, and it makes that match better. Exactly. So yeah, for sure. The minute now you have all bad audiences there. every night because there's no audience, there's no noise, there's no cheering, no booing, no nothing. Yeah, well, just a little bit with the superstars. Yeah, I've got like some NXT guys yeah, wearing they're, face masks. They're all masks like super and... marks. They just do whatever the company says. Cheer him and boo him. You know, like yeah. yeah. And I think it's WWE more guy. than. Any other sporting events, and, and yes, they all benefit from having crowds to, to some extent, but I think WWE, more so than many others, uh, loses a lot by being in front oh. of an empty sta- stadium. And of course, yeah. there's nothing they can do, but it does show a lot more than, say, uh, basketball. The, the crowd almost changes what you, what you see. You know, They use their house shows in front of crowds to see what's working and what isn't working, and then they could put it on TV. And even even on the fly, I've heard wrestlers talk about how they change things in a match based on the crowd. Like they alter what the product we see. It's not just like uh, some some people reacting to whatever's happening, you know, on the court or on the field. Signs for sure. Like Austin three sixteen. Yeah, yeah, but even like like just spots in a match, like you can tell when you know an audience is into what you're doing, so you can continue doing it. Or if you can tell the audience is, you know, really not into it and they're starting to cheer for CM Punk, <laughs> then, you know, right, we need to do something. We need to change up what we're doing. But now these guys are kind of going in blind, assuming what they're doing is working because the guys at the side, these NXT guys that are just cheering, chanting for the sake of it, they're not going to start going, this is awful. Are they? <laughs> exactly. And Daniel Bryan... Lose, they'll lose their job if they do uh, that. So. As an example, Daniel Bryan said that, you know, they just Good told example. me to celebrate like I won uh, the, the gold medal when he started doing the yes after his matches. And that would have never picked up if it wasn't for the crowd. I, I want to say Chicago. Uh, probably was Chicago or something similar like that. He would have probably just done it for a couple more weeks, dropped it, never heard of it again. And who knows if Daniel Bryan would have been what he became absolutely that's just an example one of many yeah another one austin coming onto the show recently in his current state and with no crowd trying to cut that promo and we all remember how awkward and <laughs> it just yeah. didn't work and it reminded me 
of Drew McIntyre and how much he benefits from the crowd. I think his promos and everything else are much better protected with the crowd there. Not that he's terrible, in my opinion. And, you know, I wanted to talk about that later when we get to Raw. But he would definitely benefit from it. So, Jordan, why don't you give us the intro for Jason's Jobber Homework of the Week. Okay, here we go. Um, This is probably the the remix version. Uh, Jason's Homework Task for the Jobbers. Who knows what's going to happen? Bye-bye. What'd All you right, think of yes. that one? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of pressure, everyone. I just want to let you know because I put Jordan completely on the spot there. He didn't know that was coming. Yeah. And this is, you know, we don't really cut our podcast. So, like, we just kind of, we just speak and the whole thing just kind of rolls out. Jason does like diarrhea. Some minor, like much diary. like that. Yes, much, much like, like my mornings are Which I had yesterday. Day. <laughs> none today. <laughs> no, none today. Well, you won't probably have any movements for another, what, four days? Exactly. It goes from... All out or all in? (laughs) 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 This has nothing to do with his homework, by the way. This is a complete sidebar. I just Um, want everyone to know we are dedicated to bringing you jobber quality content week after week. We are nothing if not consistent. And and can I just go back to that, the previous point, jobber quality content, but on beautiful quality mics. That's right. Hopefully. I actually don't know. I haven't heard what it sounds like yet, so... By the time this comes out, I'm going to listen back and just hear like, oh, that sucks. True. I'm always be... disappointed with our performance anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eh. All, All right. right. What's, what was our homework, oh. Jason? Uh, yeah, so this week, unlike other weeks where it was all about your favorites, uh, this week it's the top four greatest tag teams of all time, in your opinion, obviously. Cool. And uh, we're going to start it off with Brad. <laughs> Every week we're going to start with Brad. Oh, That's fine. Poor I have Brad. no problem. Poor Brad. <laughs> if it's a punishment, I certainly deserve it, but I'll take it as an honor. And I will welcome everyone to the question by first giving uh, my four favorites growing up because I didn't want to necessarily include them in my, in my top four for the best of all time. Um, the older tag teams, especially the ones that we didn't watch live, are hard to judge for me. Just like when we do, this is why we, we usually do favorites, because best can be, you need specific criteria, in my opinion. And everybody needs to be on the same page with that criteria, which we will not be for this episode, which is fine, which is classic jobber fashion. But the top four, uh, from four to one, for me, based on who I grew up with and the, the people that I watched growing up, was the Smoking Guns and... Uh, the Heart Foundation, and the Road Warriors. I'm just going to do those. I had Brothers of Destruction in there, but they're pretty new. So Smoking Guns, Heart Foundation, and Road Warriors, to me, were the most impactful and important ones for me growing up, and arguably the best of all time. But they're going to be separate from my current list. So here we go. At number four, the Hardy Boys. Of course. Now, they'll be making appearances on other lists, I am sure. But oh, we're going to yes. start them off. <laughs> now, number three. I put the Dudley boys. Boys yep. with a Z. So both tag teams had boys with a Z as if this was like the cool thing to do at the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. That was the 90s for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably the cool thing now. I wouldn't know. So <laughs> I'm not cool. 
Yeah, well, this is a wrestling podcast, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that we, can be we, we got rid of any... Uh, credibility. Credibility or, or, yeah, any any assumption of coolness a while ago. Yeah. So in the words of Gilbert, nothing too controversial there for you guys <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh, yet. R.I.P. Gilbert. <laughs> we miss you, Gilbert. He, by Number... the way, he is, he's still alive. And he, he it, also yes. has a sprog, a small yin, a mini Gilbert, a Milbert. Is it Milbert. also got a crazy name or is it got a normal name? I actually don't know. Do you know? I, I feel Milbert. like it, let's just go with Milbert. And Milbert. <laughs> Milbert until proven guilty. Philbert. It will evolve into Thrillbert like, <laughs> like Gilbert. So. <laughs> number duh. Edge and Christian, the number two best tag team of all time, in my opinion, Wow. is Edge and Christian. Edge, especially. Uh, I think, like, I love Christian, and the way they work together is what made them so special, but Edge has 12 wins on various tag teams. When you have that kind of pedigree, and you put that on that team, it's just phenomenal, and he won so much. So I just had to put him up there. I know that the Dudley boys have won, I think, more times than anybody, but, you know, for me, that that championship pedigree by Edge is important. I put him in the match. For sure. Two. Now, <laughs> number one on my list, the greatest tag team in the history of the WWE, in the history of wrestling. I would even include this in my older list. So above my top two on the old list, of course, being the Road Warriors and the Hart Foundation. Lot of stones. Four hundred and eighty-three days as champs. The New Day. Oh wow! Um, Greatest tag team in WWE those, history. For, for those What's listening, ta- Brad is wearing team. his Bootyos T-shirt right now. They're not a tag team. They are a tag They're team. They're a under, stable under the rules. The Freebird rule. The Freebird free rule. Freebird rule. Free rule. Okay, so who's the best? They count. Uh, Big E and uh, Kofi. I mean. I think that's the that's the way it was booked, them two being the best. But uh, you know, my personal opinion, I think Xavier is extremely underrated. But yeah. yeah, those two, and I think if you put those two together, let's say it's I mean any of them, whichever of the three you want to put in any of the greatest tag team matches of all time, I think they would perform incredibly well. I think they fit into all the eras. I think them versus you know Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, all of that. I think that would have worked. I think they would have added to those matches, not detract from them. That's just my opinion. They're the greatest tag team of all time, Biggie Langston time. and Kofi Kingston. <laughs> are we see? Are we talking about like that's the best tag team? If you're talking about the two best individuals together, that's different criteria. No, no, I'm talking about the best tag team. Because then you can go like, well, Brothers of Destruction. Well, they're really, really hard to beat. But I think they're not the, these they're guys, not the best tag team though. You, you got could, you know Austin and Shawn Michaels. No, they only tagged like once. You could say yeah, Austin they, and Triple H. They won the they title. won the belts. Uh yeah, but yeah, in a schmoz, but they still did it. <laughs> or uh, like, R rated RKO, but the, yeah, the, the, those you those know. kind of teams aren't the greatest because they're makeshift. Even if they had a great run, you know I don't exactly know. that was part of my criteria. I wasn't just trying to pick the two best <coughs> wrestlers that ever wrestled together in a tag team. I think cohesively, yeah. I think overall, I would just uh, I would put them. So like if I would do like a you know it would be like New Day, Road Warriors, Heart Foundation, Edging Christian. That type of deal maybe would uh, make sense for me. 
I feel like that's outrageous. But <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> and to put the New Day as the why. greatest tag team of all time, I think that's. They have the longest run in history. So what? That's. I think that's incredibly important. I think who that's did they take it from? That who nobody, did they take it from? But they beat many people along the way. You see, they. We all thought that that record from Demolition would stand forever. How could a tag team? Why isn't Demolition on your list if they're the second longest? Because that's not the only criteria. Like I said earlier. Oh. Nice try trying to trap me, but uh, you fucked up. Entrapment. <laughs> Trapped yourself in that entrapment. That list. So. An amazing list from me. Who wants to go next? Jason, who do you want to go next? Uh, Ryan. Me? All right. Well, uh, this is not going to be super <laughs> exciting because three of my four picks are the same as Brad's. Uh, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, and E&C were all in my top four. Uh, I would probably go... And I, I uh, limited myself to tag teams that I have actually watched. And nice. I also went nice. with tag teams that were tag teams like two parts of a whole and and as you guys have just finished speaking about not two great wrestlers together i did not put for example the rock and sock connection on my list Woo. even though those are two great yeah. wrestlers i don't yeah, consider them a tag team they're just two guys who went to it. definitely sure. still not would be i will give oh, an honorable wow. mention an honorable quebec mention to la resistance yes i have that in my notes i i, I knew that somebody was going to bring of them course. up today one of the I just biggest knew it pops of all time was when they won the tag team titles in montreal against uh was it edge and chris benoit or is it jericho and chris benoit jericho and chris benoit jericho and chris benoit Benoit, i believe so it was an all canadian matchup which which version of la resistance are we talking about i believe that was the one with sylvain grenier and rob and Rene was it Dupree. Rene Dupree or was it Conway? Rob Conway. Nah, because I with what was it? Robert Conway or whatever his name is. He, that yeah. was crap. If when it had Dupree and Grenier, I'm I'm okay with that. It's so yeah, funny well, that you even know them. Those guys are actually French. I think. You know where Ren, you know where Rene Dupree's from? Isn't he from France? Moncton. Oh, he's from. Oh, he's from. Okay, he's from Canada at least. Well, Sylvain is from uh, Quebec. I know that. Rene Dupree from Moncton. Yeah, the French tickler <laughs> and Sylvain Grenier from Varennes, Quebec. And the fourth, uh, the fourth tag team I had on my list was the Usos. Actually, nice. Uh, That's yes. number one. Interesting. They're not my number one. No, you have to do them in number... order. Give us a four. Excuse me. Three. Sorry. Two, Apologies. No, so fourth would be the Usos. Third okay. would be Hardy Boys. Even though I love them, they would be my favorites. Number two, I put E and C, and number one, the Dudleys. Yeah, I I, I thought about that. Like, you could definitely argue the Dudleys for sure, for sure. Yeah, and just making that list makes me miss those TLC matches with all those guys in it, minus the Usos. Uh, Edge spearing uh, Jeff Hardy off of a uh, off the as title. He was hanging yeah. from the yeah as he was hanging from the title. Still one of the That's best moments of That's all so time. So good, very yeah, very. Good. So That's my today. list. It's amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. So that's my list. All right, Jason. Give us your I'm list. going last, so next is Jordan. <laughs> he just uh, <laughs> Of course. Just oh. jobbed himself. I'm fine with it. It was Chris Benoit and Edge, by the way. There you go. Oh, and okay. they um, won three times. I want to just like they're three time champions. Chris Benoit Edge or, or La Resistance? La Resistance. Yeah, see they were underrated. They they were pretty decent. They had a nice run and brownie points from for being from our home 
There you Absolutely. go. Sort of. Our home of Moncton. <laughs> or, or it gave us some, to no, be. but seeing <laughs> the Quebecers in the ring gave us some pride. It, it actually, there was a, you know, there I was always a hated them. Didn't give me any pride. This, I didn't like them at all. <laughs> it's because you spoke zero French. They always made those guys the lamest, like uh, the Mountie and all those guys. They made them suck because you wanted <laughs> yeah. to boo them. But when they won in Montreal, they were cool. Yeah, for some people. Yeah, once a year. <laughs> once ever. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we got yeah. we got maybe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens can can do a new La Resistance. That would be amazing. Bring some so connect funny. pride back. I always thought uh, at our local show Tabernacle team, uh, they look super Quebecois. They're big, burly. Like I thought they would always would have been a good uh, tag team in WWE. Yeah, well, anyway, anyway. So, my 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 list is very short because. Everybody's named the teams that uh, that I would have put in. Um, growing up, when I did, of course, I had to have the Dudleys, the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and I, I'd probably say it, I'm going to go first to third. I've got Hardys, then the Dudleys, then Edge and Christian, and I was trying to think of somebody for fourth. Um. And I naturally put in Road Warriors or Legion of Doom or whatever you want to call them, right? I naturally put them in because I was thinking, oh, well, hang on, they're the best. Like, you know, they've kind of been voted the best. So I should probably put them in that list. But then I started to think, and I'm sorry about this, Jason, you can you can kick my ass later or whatever, right? I started to think, well, actually, I didn't really like them that much. And I know it's not favourites, it's best, but do you know another team that I kind of... I think was actually for longevity in that time did so well and did so much for the company APA Oh, yeah. if you want to call them acolytes if you want to say APA protection agency whatever you want to call them I think they did so much during the attitude were they champions throughout the entire thing no but they had some great backstage spots with some great mm. promos um, they had some insane matches you know, back when GBL was badass, I guess. Um, so I, I thought they were worth a mention in a in a top four of something somewhere. Um, but fun fact, right? So while I was looking this up, I wanted to. I, I got. I went down a rabbit hole of information. Right? Who has won the? We'll go with WWE. Who's won the WWE Tag Team Titles? With more, uh, with the most, like tag team partners. Oh, uh, Edge. You think Edge or twelve wins would make sense? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to even think of who I would pick. I I was surprised by this. I won't could lie. Be, could it be Kane? I feel like Kane's had a lot of partners. Okay. Brad. Those are definitely some some good guesses. I don't think it's Edge anymore, based the way you reacted to it. <laughs> well, he could have no-sold it. I am a jobber. So, an- another one that came into my head was Big Show. Oh, Christian? Yeah. Maybe Christian, yeah. Actually, the taxman is correct. It is Kane. Wow. Oh. With uh, oh. X-Pac, Kane, uh, Kane has won the, the Tag Team Championship you know, WWE or SmackDown or Raw or whatever it is that they were at the time, with Mankind, X Pac, The Undertaker, RVD, yeah. oh, The Big yeah. Show, yeah. 
Daniel Bryan, and the one <laughs> that I'd forgotten know. about, The Hurricane. Yeah, yeah that's oh, what their the team hurricane. was called, Hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just shows how much that. they job out those titles. And don't have right. like real t- real teams. <laughs> just just Kane and whichever small guy is gonna be able to stand in a ring next to him. Yeah. Hurricane beat you know, the Un-Americans, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Kane and Kane and Daniel Bryan was pretty funny because they both Amazing. won and they're just like, "I am the tag team champions. I am the <laughs> yeah. tag team champions." Team Hell No. Yeah, oh, no was team good. Hell No was. They were pretty funny. Were, so there you go. Card. That was a, a little fun fact for you. So we all know what Jason's number one is going to be. I won't spoil um, it for you. Number, uh, just a couple of shout outs. I want to shout out the Outsiders. From yeah, we're going to do the shout outs. Um, yeah, we got. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I'll shout out after. Uh, outsiders from WCW, the Rockers, with obviously the goat, Shawn Michaels, and uh, that bag of, <laughs> <Marty> <laughs> bag of dirt, Marty Jannetty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Jannetty uh, was a sick tag team with 123 Kid, by the way. Oh yeah, and also with Leaf Cassidy, otherwise known as Al Snow. That's not as that's not as good as with one two three kid though. That tag team was it, sick, those two. I think they both won the titles. Ugh. <laughs> um So number four, I got Rye Baxel. You remember them? Like is Rye Baxel. Are you serious I, or you're just you're you're kidding? No, nah, I'm kidding. Okay, number four. <laughs> <laughs> But they had a team. I just heard on but, the radio. But can you see, yes, of course, I remember. The you, team. you can see that we would believe that. <laughs> yeah, right? that's, that's with, true. With the amount of pish that comes out of your mouth, you know? Number four, just out of respect, <laughs> is the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Obvious for, you don't even need to say why. Just ob- it's obvious. Do you remember they, them a lot growing up? Like, do you remember watching them, Jason? I, 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 I retrospectively remember them because I used to mm-hmm. watch a lot of videotapes from early 90s. I know they go way even before that, like their legacy and other leagues and everything. But just out of respect, number four, it's got to be on my list for sure. Um, number three is going to be the Dudley Boys because I absolutely love them. Plus, they introduced tables and then the TLC and the whole influx of all these crazy matches. Uh, I got to put them on my list as number three. Three also. Uh, number two, Edge and Christian, Same. because um, it's, they've won. They won so many times. Uh, they won. The, I think the first TLC match at WrestleMania or the three-way ladder match. Um, Here we go. Number one, which I can't believe has not been mentioned on anyone's list whatsoever, because it's obviously not number one. The greatest tag team. I guess you all didn't know. You better call Here somebody. It's the New Age Outlaws is number one greatest tag team of all time. Uh, to to win their titles, they beat the Legion of Doom. They beat the hell out of them for their first title. They beat the Rock and Sock Connection for one of their other titles. They came back in 2014 out of nowhere and were just as over as ever and won another title. Won another title, and uh, you know they're just uh, the minute they walk out the curtain and he says, "Oh, you didn't know," and he's talking to the crowd and instantly engaging, and that's what I like most about wrestling, not necessarily the technical aspect of it. Yeah, um, New Day doesn't do that at all. Weird, eh? No, yeah, they do. <laughs> and where did they get it from? Where did Biggie get it from? They he got it from the Road Dog. Oh, what does he say at the start? Oh, Minnesota, or wherever he is. Minnesota. What? That's got You know, the Road Dog. The Road Dog did it first, and um, it was just a perfect balance of uh, a crazy, charismatic, on the mic guy. And then a big, powerful Mr. Ass who took care of the, the heavy lifting in the ring. 
Uh, they also clashed <laughs> with um, powerful Mister Mick, Mick Foley. <laughs> Mick you Foley and uh, Terry Funk. This, you said this was not supposed to be favorites. It's not. I think they're the greatest of all time. They won four you, times. You just happened to be your favorite, right? They've won just four like times. How interesting! Your 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 favorite tag team of all time is the best tag team of all time. Your favorite wrestler of all time, you say, is the best wrestler of all time. Very interesting. You well, won, they won four times. They only won one more than La Resistance. <laughs> yeah, but if you look at the list, like how many has uh, the New La Day won or the Uso? New Day are five time champs. Yeah, but they pass that thing around like uh, like crazy these days. You know, it's not the same. Anyways. The Outlaws, the Outlaws got a, a, a farewell tour title run too in, in, in their comeback. Yeah, they came back in 2014 and they were over. They were over. The old age Outlaws. Still over. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I can't believe they weren't on anyone's list as even number four. Like they were just. Very good pick. Very yeah. good. But again, this is, this is because you, your specific instructions for the homework task were the best. So that's why all of our lists were pretty much the same because we were all aligned on you, on best tag teams. And then you don't think they could be top four best of all time? I don't think. No. I, I think it's very hard to make a case for them to be the greatest tag team of all time in the history. Oh, that of I agree that that might be hard, but I see it that way. But to not have them in the top four, I I mean, I think they should be top four at least. I see. The, the reason that I wouldn't put them there is I don't think they were. Um. I don't think they were big, or I don't think they had a much of a a sell until they were part of DX. Uh, so I if, think they if, became if they, part of DX because they could sell, and they were so over. But they they were. I, they I, were, I, were they I don't know. I don't before? think. Like I don't think they were that over until they became part of DX, and then from there that gave them the the kind of spotlight and the ability to become, big, which they obviously did. But I think if they weren't. Part, you know, if Sean hadn't gotten injured and went away, and Triple H hadn't become in, had become like the the king of DX or whatever, and then brought them in, I don't think. Okay, and if Sean didn't get injured, him. maybe Triple H isn't what he is. You know, things happen, people step up, and they become <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> I mean, look at their resume. Yeah. It does, you know, four time champs is pretty good, and 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 the longest I think uh, in between championship reigns of all time, obviously 2014 from like 2001. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's just not the greatest tag team of all time, which... You said it was the New Day, so I don't I think, think you I think I have talk. a better case. <laughs> no, no, no. First of all, they're not even a real tag team. You have to choose two. And that when you choose two, you automatically diminish it them. It was never of course it was. It's a tag team. What's a tag team? It's two people. <laughs> yeah, but you get, you get four-man tag matches, so that's a four-man tag team. Why didn't anyone else choose a three-person team? Because everyone else understands. There's no other. Doesn't. There's no other three-man team like the New Day, though. There really isn't. It's it doesn't. Yeah, the Shield. Yeah, but they're uh, not number oh, one. Oh, well, actually, time. yeah, the Shield. Like, I, could under, I looked at the Shield and I considered them, but they weren't. They're in here and they're like others, but they were not going to be part of my top four. But you could have. But they do not have a title reign like the New Day. They don't have the accolades that they do. That's the difference to me. Well, who had the title reign though? All three of them. Yes, it's just under the new day. And then yep. they didn't specify in WWE lore. Well, I mean, I th- obviously they are one of the greatest teams of all time, but I just but we don't have look also forgotten about the Iconics. 
No, we haven't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everyone forgot about them. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But who would? I wanted to use that as a segue into saying, who is your favorite female tag team of all time? Uh, oh, it's quite a limited choice, and exactly, that's not. Yeah, I don't know. It is. I'm not. Sure. I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude, but it is. No, you know? it's, it's kind well, of only, a recent yeah. thing, right? They didn't so have tag teams. Bias. It is a recent. Well, well it, it has to be recency because what tag teams did they have? They had before? Lay Cool. <laughs> Late, one, yeah, I guess that would be on my one. list. That would be on my list, I guess. It's more that's, like, can you name four tag teams? Not what are your four greatest? Sasha Banks and Bailey have had an incredible that's tag team a, together. Okay, I guess that's it's not a mean, name. What about the Bellas? What about Alicia uh, Fox and Brie Bella? They had a they had a thing. What about uh, the Kabuki Warriors? If we want to go oh, recent, the, they're definitely one <laughs> the of the funk- best tag teams the, of all time. The Funkadactyls. Can, the, 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 the camera yeah. <laughs> that, that, can uh, we can, can we say that you know i guess charlotte and becky were a tag team see there's no tag teams here the iconics win just because they're the only real tag team what is another no. real tag team well kabuki warriors are one okay beth and, wasn't beth and natalia at one point maybe yeah, they. Oh yes, the, the, the divas the of glamazons uh, or divas whatever. of doom or something like that. They yeah. were divas of doom. Let me look it yeah. up because I don't. I can't even think of any. Well, that's sad. You should uh, definitely go back and watch some female wrestling, Jason. There was no female wrestling until like four or five years ago. I named like, a whole bunch there. You didn't see anything from the Riot Squad, for example. Like, there's. I listed a whole bunch of tag teams there that you probably haven't seen much. Can you of. name one match from any of them? If you go to NXT. And okay, watch that's back. different. There's I'm talking about, I'm talking about main there. roster. Main roster. Yeah, your girl, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. What did they Ooh. ever do? What was their Good name? Call. What was their name? I think that that's the thing that you're trying to compare the like guys it's, tag it's teams too fresh. To, it's too fresh. Yeah, they're, and that's the thing. There's not enough. There's not enough titles. To be and there's not enough yeah. it's because they competition don't have a name for their tag team. They'll get that out of your head also. Like just think of. The matches. Well, I guess if you have they don't have matches, the longevity tell, right? or matches or name or anything I can remember. But the rest of us have been able to come up with something. Name one match: Mandy Rose and. Uh, I'm not Sony using them as an. I, they're not in my list. <laughs> I can uh, the iconic. Sure, they're they're a good team that I they're they go well together. I don't know who else. Okay, well, there's your homework for the week. Come back and lay tell lay us cool next week about uh, lay cool for sure. Female tag teams that you enjoyed. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I just want to. Um, I want to list some other some other tag teams here and see what your guys' thoughts on them are. Um, also, when I'm going through the list of tag team champions, a lot of them won at house shows. They really used <laughs> the tag team championship as like this house show uh, title. I don't know it why. It can be. Yeah. So, none of us really talked. I mean, I mentioned it, but the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. Definitely one of the best tag teams of all time. Mm-hmm. What about the DX tag team of Triple H and Sean? How do you guys feel about that? I don't. Did they ever tag? Yeah, but I they, think I think they have a title yeah. together. It's a no. it's a rock and sock connection level or thing. I don't think me. they it's ever won the titles. Individuals no, no. together. Yeah, and they're DX. It was but, good that you yeah, brought I, I you brought didn't. up um, the Outsiders, but I didn't watch a lot of them myself. Well, me neither. Yeah. It's just like they like what they did was massive. Obviously, you know, going over there and starting the whole chain of. You know, NWO then DX. Here, yeah, there's there's a I mean, that's a tag team that no one's mentioned is NWO. Like I know you you have said the outsiders, but if if we talk about NWO, like 
arguably what they did for tag wrestling was probably some of the greatest stuff ever. Yes, they're kind of a stable, I guess, but fully a stable. <laughs> if we want to talk about yeah. two guys who sent it backwards at the time, what about two dudes with attitudes? <laughs> they weren't an official team, okay? They were just two beasts. They had dominating. an official name, as you love to point out. You need an official name to be a tag team. They had one. Two dudes you know, with attitudes. Diesel. What about and Shawn um, Michaels. <laughs> the two man power trip? Is that what was that what it's called? Don't know. Not sure. Uh, Stone Cold and Triple H. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Is I don't that, remember yeah. the name of it. I just remember them two being together. Oh, it's sure. just the Power Trip. Sorry, you've the got. You've, I mean, if you're looking for names of tag teams, did we not have the Natural Disasters with yeah. Earthquake and That's uh, so good? What about uh, um, Harlem Heat, Typhoon, or whatever. Typhoon. Typhoon. I, I used to like Harlem Heat in WCW. Yeah, Harlem, Harlem Heat, Harlem another Heat, great sure. one. They're on my list here. Yeah. What about Owen and Yokozuna? They were actually. I used to really like them. They were exactly. Good. They, were, they were good. They were good together, and it was just... They were insane. part of Jim Cornette's uh, stable with British Bulldog. It was such a weird like combination, but it just they just fit together somehow. I don't know why, but... And it's so funny what happened was the match, they had um, two dudes with attitudes versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna at an In Your House event, but Owen Hart's wife was having a baby, so he went home. That's why the British Bulldog fought. And so what happened was um, British Bulldog got pinned, so the next day on Raw, they came out with their lawyer and said that Sean and Diesel didn't actually win it because Owen was never pinned, the Bulldog was pinned, and that they were able to fight them again and get their titles back at Monday Night Raw the next day. <laughs> oh, oh they were, the two dudes with attitudes were two-time tag team champions. Maybe i got to put them on my list. In that little event right there where I'm describing, where they, you know came together to be a couple of jerks and took the title and then later yeah. got it back from Owen Hart and Yokozuna. And at the time also, British Bulldog had the Euro Championship and Owen Hart had the uh, IC Championship. The Slammy Awards. Yeah, he had some Slammy <laughs> Awards. Slammy Awards. <laughs> he stole one of those Slammies, by the way. By you, the way. Do you guys think, do, do you think there's anybody that's wrestling right now uh, in, in tags that you think will go down as some of the greatest tag teams of all time? I'm talking about uh, like apparently the New Day. But well, well, okay. Other than the New Day, I'm talking the. I mean, the Usos were probably in that picture already. Yeah. I'm talking the Bar. I'm talking now um, uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke. Um, the Lucha Street House Pro- Party. I think the Street Profits. The Street could be. Profits. The street, they could be. Know. I think they got the talent for sure. Hmm. I thought, it's interesting I because I think going to be big, but well, nope. and they're they're doing well over on AEW. Yeah, um, I think they were underutilized in in WWE. So I think like, it's weird because we're kind of in this position where there's there's no old school tag teams. It's all the, new. I've honestly, I never really liked tag team wrestling. Did are you are you guys like when you see a tag team match? Are you excited other than like the classic teams? You know, from the Attitude Era. It, I'm not it, it a depends, huge tag team It depends guy. what the match is, because if it's just a tag team for the sake of having a tag match, so you've got one guy's in a feud with another guy, yeah. so two weeks before the pay-per-view they put him in a tag match, then no, I'm not excited for it. But if it's two tag team, well, four tag team wrestlers in a match and they're doing what they do best, 
absolutely I get excited for it because some of the spots are so unique because you're not going to see that in a normal match. They're kind of, you know, building up that heat and then that that hot tag and then coming in with, you're just like, ah, this is, you don't see that in a normal singles match. So I get excited for it, but only when I know that that team is actually a team. New Day versus Usos is a very good recent example of that, of tag matches that I actually wanted to see. Absolutely. But again, since they were the only two great tag teams, we've seen that so many times now, and that's what kind of, took me out of it but at the beginning yeah for sure i think that's that's the last time but you're right jason tag team wrestling has not been my favorite either over the years but there are exceptions like jordan said and nxt over the years uh, well, gave us some incredible in, uh, the attitude era of course attitude it was era, on course. fire yeah. yeah and growing up as a kid that you know just being able to see a bunch of superstars and like jordan's saying when it's done well the strategy of a tag match is super exciting I love that there's a guy who tries to get in that can break it up. It, you have to knock out both guys. You like the hot tag, even though it's always coming and you always know it's coming and it's always the same? Sometimes I do and sometimes hot tag. I don't. It really depends on how yeah. it's done. But I guess that's exactly it. Like, If it's done well, you can still see it coming, but still enjoy it. It's Much like... Now. Some of your sexual escapades, Jason. That was win for someone to say. That's what she said. It's it's more difficult, uh, I think, to build a tag team now that so much focuses on the main eventers and then the hot newcomers. Tag teams don't dominate, aside from Bailey and Sasha right now, I don't remember too many instances of a tag team being at the top of the wrestling, I guess, pyramid. That's always yeah. usually a mid-card, maybe to push some guys or to put some guys together just to give them something to do. And, and or you'll have a well- back in the Attitude Era, it was easier or it seemed like it, they were more interested in fleshing out those characters in that region, whereas less so. They're doing a bit better at it now, I think. But they do the opposite now. Period. They do the opposite where they just give them the tag titles when they're already hot and yeah. they already have a championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or but they, like, do yeah. That. They, they, they use... Um, have title. you're never going to get a tag team at the top but you will get like a, a faction or a stable or whatever so like sure. the, the, the one yep. that spring into my head and actually again another one that we've not mentioned yet is Evolution you know Evolution oh, were is a at one point they had the tag the, the, the IC and the world heavyweight like they had everything Batista and Ric Flair were yeah. the tag team champions together yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Barog, that's a bit ridiculous, but still, like, because they don't they care were, about the they were the best talent at the time. They just give them to people. They like, should. all right, take this. I think they should. I think it's one of the most exciting divisions, and I, and like Ryan said, it's one of the best like, ways to showcase talent. But it, like, is it not? What I don't even look Bret at Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Uh, Re- yeah, have, being, well, putting true. them in a really good, strong tag team. I think the problem though is Steve Austin sort of once once you make (laughs) (laughs) once you make a really good tag team and you're you're I mean for for WWE yeah for merch and everything like that you're making so much money off this tag team you've then got to break them up and then yeah that feud might be great but what do you do in two or three months when that feud's over and you're now losing you know, the money of that tag team. You take, you take your partner's head and you slam it through a window, smash it through a window, like Marty Jannetty. That's what a rat <laughs> Shawn Michaels is. A, a, a classic moment that'll go down in history. A tag team has I, gone down in history. I just thought I would, of I would, Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Oh, if you want to keep going on Sean and Michael. Sean, Mike, Sean and I was Michael. Say, Sean I, and Michael. <laughs> the best type Sean ever. And Sean and Michael. Jason said it will go down in history. I was going to say it. I, I feel like it's it is. Yeah, it's it been is. like infamy. Maybe. 35 infamy. years at this point. What do you guys, do you guys remember the tag team division was hot when they had Enzo and Cass? Oh, uh, that brought some excitement. They were the a division. good team. And because forgot uh, about them. Fun. It pissed off all the veterans, so you knew there was some backstage stuff going on and there was in-ring stuff. That was exciting. And and I enjoyed watching them so fucking much. They're like uh, you know, they're they're like the new age outlaws, the new new age outlaws. The new new age outlaws. Yeah. Okay. The, the same kind so of, new you know, age outlaws, the new blueprint new day, and then the new 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 the, the newest age outlaws. Without the New Age Outlaws, there's none of these great guys. You know, that's why they're number one. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, you know, Anvil <laughs> was a bad talker. Definitely wasn't very he was. good. And so was Brett. That's why they had to break him up. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even true, though. Anvil was a great talker, yeah. and you've even admitted that before. No, I didn't. He was, not, he was never a great talker. He, he was, was like great on the mic. He's he was okay. so entertaining. It was so funny. Go watch Heart Foundation. And we also didn't mention the Heart Dynasty. What's that? You don't remember <laughs> Heart Dynasty? Oh, you mean like uh, Tyson Kidd yes. and Joe Hart? Or what was Joe his name? Hart. Joe Hart. Am I the only one that it's remembers? Joe David Joe Hart, Hart Smith. The, uh, the X-Man City goalkeeper. Perfect. David Smith? Yeah. David, David Hart Smith. Smith Hart, uh, Davy Boy, it's David Hart Smith, whatever. <laughs> that was a dark period in wrestling. Period. No way. They were actually an amazing tag team. Yeah, but no one cared, and, and that's why he's Kid like is super underrated as well. But that's because his career was cut short. He was incredible. Yeah. Yes, hilarious. Uh, he he started getting good at the end, but he sucked when he had like that bald head, but that little. Pit, bit of hair no, in the front, this little bit yeah, sticking yeah. up. Yeah, that was what about uh, that was awful. What about Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, uh, Kofi Kingston and uh, Evan Bourne? They, they were together yeah. for a while. They were pretty airborne, fun. airborne, Air just like Air the Boom. coronavirus. Airborne, Air- carried by Kofi. <laughs> We've not spoken about Miz and Morrison either. Yeah, ah, yes. Another, another tag team that, to Jason's point, have apparently. Uh, Proven their their greatness through the ages. You know they didn't have a tag team, a, t- a title together for ten years and then came back. So that must make them the greatest tag well, team of all time. Of course, road dog, so it makes sense. Exactly. You could argue that, but I, I wouldn't. Am. I am arguing it. Miz Miz is extremely underrated as a wrestler in general. As a re- yeah 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 yes uh, right. yeah, he's uh, arguably the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. You can make that argument. I think, a, I think you can make the argument. I think that's a subject for another week. Ooh. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you've got a, a, a homework topic coming brewing for champs. us there. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else you guys wanted to uh, mention? The uh, last one I think I have here. Oh, I wanted to, yeah, Smoking Guns. I was a huge fan of when I was a kid. And then The mm. Corporation. Bang, bang, Bart. Shamrock and Bossman. Oh. No, they were just the corporation no. lackeys. Yeah, but I, they were sick. <laughs> They could have been. Anyway. All right. So thank you, Jason, for another amazing homework assignment. I hope everyone enjoyed that portion of the podcast. Speaking about nostalgia rather than current events is always more exciting, it seems, right now. <laughs> so long as we can tie it back in with current events, mm. which we never do, no. but we will pretend that we will. Well, I mean, 
this guy's been around for a long time. He's part of the one of the greatest uh, tag teams of all time, rated RKO. We started off raw with Randy Orton cutting a little promo, which I actually thought was pretty good. So me sitting there, getting ready to watch a full episode of Raw, Randy Orton comes out. So right away, I'm like, all right. Did you have some snacks? I had some snacks, I had some bats, and I was ready to go. You were, yeah, you were ready. (laughs) Mia, that's probably why you had to tap out halfway through. No, usually that would keep me glued to something. It would get me, you know, zoned in. That's how I sit through, you know, 90 Day Fiance and things like that. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I actually like that show. (laughs) But I am usually bad at it when I watch. But yes, anyway, Randy Orton comes out and challenges Drew uh, McIntyre to a match. And this is one of the... I don't want to point this out because it was a decent promo and the storyline does make sense. Randy Orton has demolished everyone. Uh, just came off this unsanctioned match against the Big Show and all of this. He's looked really good Duh. lately. So for him to challenge Drew McIntyre and he has the pedigree to back it up, for me, I was like, okay, this makes sense. And Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre, there is a chance, in my opinion, that Randy could win. Is there not? He should win. I agree. Why should he win? Because he's the apex predator. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that was the best argument you could come up with. Nothing storyline-wise. Nothing. It's just like he's the apex predator. You know what? He's my favorite uh, wrestler, and he's gonna win. Didn't Chase's Dolph, opinions are, are the didn't same Dolph, as like a ten-year-old kid? Didn't he's Dolph apex Ziggler? Predator. Didn't Dolph Ziggler fight for the title in the main event on Raw? He did. He so did, you yeah. have some guy challenging for it and setting up a match before he even finishes yeah. his title That's defense that say, night. No, I was say, what do it's you like, why do we... Like, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler needs to just retire at this point. His character is de- destroyed. He's finished. He should be fighting Miz. I think promos between him and Miz would be good. He already did. Didn't they have a giant oh, program yeah, no, for the IC title? Yeah, it, it was, was amazing. Great, yeah. It's over. I don't know why, Like as much as I enjoyed the promo, because I actually thought the promo was pretty good, I don't know why they did it. Like, I would have been completely fine with n- not seeing Randy Orton at all. And then right at the end of the show, when Drew's like, I am Scottish and that, and I've won the title. RKO, and then, baby. Oh my goodness, an RKO out of nowhere. Exactly. That would have been sick. Expected the RKO. And then he just... Huh? I expected that RKO at the end. Yeah, of course. Be- because of the promo, yes. probably, right? Yeah. Good point, Jordan. But if they, if they had, uh, although the promo was good, mm-hmm. if they had missed that out, and put and it then next week, just had a, exactly. di- you know, just had an RKO out of nowhere, and he just goes, your neck. Well, he can't say your next because that's probably copyright, but <laughs> you're next. You're, you're uh, I'm watching you or something through the mic down. And then I'd be like, oh. Next, it should have been, he comes out to start the show. Drew McIntyre comes out to say, like, you get this on all that, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out and over. Arco's him again, then cuts the promo about why he's going to challenge him because he's the, you know, this many time cha- I don't know that. Nice. Yeah, that'd be sick. Here we go. We got a creative. Uh, that's that's going to be a great match, though. It's going to be a real good match. Yeah, definitely a match worthy of uh, SummerSlam. Mm. And I, I've never been. I'll say I know he's great. He's an all-time great at this point. But I've never been the hugest Randy Orton guy. But my favorite Randy Orton runs are when he's doing his legend killer for uh, sure run because i think that's a lot more inspired than just him being always oh, he's, he's kind of he's got voices in his head like okay well <laughs> another I crazy guy in my head. <laughs> um what'd you yeah. think about the title that was given to someone then taken by someone now won by a count out what'd you think about that uh, sasha banks Bye. what to say and, and 
even in that match, like there was and nothing against whose belt is it? It should be no one. Is it Sasha's? Sasha's now based on countout. Yes. Yeah. So I think WWE announced it's official. Sasha Banks is the champion. Shit. Yeah, I know. I know that they 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 wanted to write Kyrie Sane off and have Oscar concerned for her friend. But there, there's got to be a better way no. to do I that. Think, I think the, the Simpsons, the Simpsons wrote off Poochie better than they wrote off Kyrie Sane. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so disrespectful because she's so good. And like I was saying, the Kabuki Warriors were a great tag team together. That would have been, you know, a phenomenal tag team for many years. And we wish her all the best in in everything that she's doing now. But man, it sucks. I just Hope I don't she, I, uh, the yeah. title is being jobbed out. I hate when titles get jobbed out. It was given to someone, then someone just literally took it, said it's mine now, and then they won it based on a count out. It's just ridiculous. It's a good it's a good way like knowing them. It's a good a it's a good way to have no real story or not make anyone develop. It's just like, oh, she lost the belt. If they have a someone you know? challenger, the next challenger, whoever it is to come out now and be like, You don't you didn't earn that title. You didn't win that title. Well, I'm ho- blah blah blah. Yeah. Let's go into, Hopefully that's Bailey. Let's go into a tournament to find out the number one contender, and then let's have the match. Because right now, who's the number one contender for her title? Yeah, uh, and there's so many great Bailey. women who are <laughs> not really doing a whole lot. So there's it's not like they have an absence of bodies. And shouldn't we as fans have a clear idea of of who's, who's up, next? up next or who's close? Well, we'll find out because they'll just trot them out. At, uh, like we haven't seen them in ten weeks. It's How like, are the oh, wrestlers supposed next. to know it, too? It wouldn't surprise me if it's Shayna Baszler because she's been sort of lurking around there for the past couple of weeks. Unless well, they really want to push the yeah, but Bailey you, Banks. Naya. I mean, well, so yeah. You see the she's yeah, beat Baszler, Baszler versus Naya, I think, is like going to be a SummerSlam yeah. match. I, lo- I love that. I love and that. That's, I hope it, that's I hope it's a sick. slobber knocker. Yeah. Because I feel knocker. like, you know, Naya injures everybody that gets in her way. And I would love to see her try and injure Shayna Baszler. I mean, she yeah. won't try. She'll, she'll accidentally do it, as she always does. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Speaking of... That, that's going to be a great match. Speaking of trying to injure, we saw the return of the Pusha guy's face into the stairs uh, with yeah. Murphy and Alistair Black, then with a special appearance from Dominic with the kendo yep. sticks. So is this storyline going to end, or are we getting Dominic versus Seth Rollins? Is, is that what we're sort of getting at? I, w- I assume that's what we were going to get even when he was fighting Ray. I was like, this is just delaying him fighting Dominic eventually, I guess. So, I mean, but this must be because they must be sitting there going, right, we've got Dominic here. He's uh, He's been training for a while, so let's get him in a match. And then they've watched him and went, oh, actually, he can't wrestle. Mm. I mean, so, I don't know if he can. I have no idea. Yeah, but, like, I feel like they're delaying him being in an actual match. And I don't really understand why. They're just really trying to build this storyline, but it's just not been very compelling. I'm I'm yeah. not I'm not interested in it at all. Yeah, because... now you have Murphy's sort of like trying to play up that he's losing faith and but is Seth Rollins really gonna go up against Murphy? Like I, I like Murphy. I think he's a good worker, but that'd be a good wrestling a match. I mean why why, why don't we see believable... why don't we see Murphy versus Dominic? There's a good test match. Yeah, oh, I thought that's that what could... they were. They're not doing that. Well, not so far. It's Alistair Black versus Murphy. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like they've got, you know, the Messiah and his disciples or whatever, 
and then just random guys, oh, Kevin Owens, or oh, now it's Rey Mysterio, oh, now it's Alistair Black, and they just keep fighting against Seth. But actually nobody, unless it's announced an hour before the pre-show, is actually going <laughs> in a match against Murphy. Like, Surely that's how you you build a storyline. You fight the guys at the bottom of the faction or whatever and make your way up, right? Yep. But that they just seem to be... Ah, oh, now I'm just going to go straight for him, and then Dominic's sitting on the bed. You took my dad's eye out. I'm raging, but he doesn't do anything about it. He just kind of flails a kendo stick about and then does nothing. If somebody took my dad's eye out, honestly, it's all good. They're putting it back. <laughs> yeah, you got put back. Well, yeah, the tendon, the tendons were all fine. So all about the tendon. Uh, there you go. That's a good point, though. I mean, his reaction. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was lacking supper. for sure. Maybe he well, doesn't like. Do you know his dad what? That they much. do need an elbow supper. But put some salt and sauce on that. <laughs> I I didn't have anything else from Raw personally. What else I don't do know we if have you guys here? Did. The schmoz. Oh yeah, at one point Sasha's giving the um, bank statement to Oscar, but she doesn't have her hand locked under her leg, so both hands are just flailing. Why doesn't she just? reach up and pull her hands off of her face oh, or yeah. punch her okay. or something, but Fair. she was just flailing about. Like, if you don't lock that arm, that move doesn't work. So it looked uh, a little insane. So it was just a funny, uh, just a funny little thing. Um, there was this ninja that got, like, he took this insane bump off, like, the ring post. <laughs> and then, like, his mask oh, came yeah. off and everything. Yeah, you could yeah. see the guy under and I was dying. I was like, this poor guy got destroyed and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. And the stuff you've got to do to actually make it into the WWE, yeah. yeah. You gotta be like a you gotta be a ninja or you've got to be what was the what was it Braun Strowman was part of the flower brigade or something? Oh, yeah. oh. Was it? <laughs> um, um the conga line for Adam something. Uh yeah, I forget his name. That English guy, like the creepy guy that had that train of adam yeah, rose adam rose, adam, adam rose. yeah yeah adam rose yeah. and it was the rosebud his, lo- his rosebud rose love thing <laughs> and then like yeah broad strowman's part of that and he had know, to someone's got to bring that Jews, video right? back in, a, in like a feud with him and be like you used to do that this would be so funny <laughs> yeah it's like, like why don't they use husky harris against uh, bray but i guess it's more of a it makes sense. The That'd be great if if uh, <laughs> if Bray fell into the swamp and Husky Harris jumped down. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, in Jax versus Baszler, the refs were taking some crazy bumps. I was laughing so much. But then there was like this ginger guy, this ginger jobber that came out that tried to stop it all. I was dying laughing. I was like, who is this guy? He's like, we have to get just, more just of guy. out here. And he just got, like they kicked the shit out of him. And I was like, good, beat up the ginger guy. It was, it was so funny. They're, just, <laughs> they're super, they're super inconsistent when they do that. Like, we need more people. We need security. Exactly. We need this. You know, it's like uh, Bailey's kicking the shit out of uh, Kyrie Sane in the back, and no one's doing anything. Kyrie's friends with Alexa it, and everybody, and like no one comes to see. Yeah, to clarify, like, nice person. The back right? is where the back is where all the security are. Exactly. And, and, and none of them are able to make it. Oscar with like a broken man. leg. It, it during a yeah. match has to go out, and the ref is just like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're counting out. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> like instantly. <laughs> and then sometimes referees will decide like this is immoral. Like I'm not going to let you do this. Yeah. Like, all I want is consistency, so I know what's happening. It's all I want. Please, please. There was a good tweet earlier, and I was thinking about it today, and they said. 
if you were able to speak to Vince McMahon and give him some feedback, what is like the top thing that you would tell him or the, the top things that you would change if he gave you the, the key? And so consistency for you, for sure. For me, I thought story, number one over everything, for sure. I think the story yeah. is the most important. And no matter what, no matter how bad anything is, if you have good story, it helps so much. And as well as keeping, like you said, Jason, the suspension of disbelief. I feel like that goes That is number one above all in wrestling. If you don't have that, you got nothing in wrestling. Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. and story. So that's just like those, like off the, t- like I was thinking about, it, I was like, if I only had a, you know, a quick second here, like if I just had to tell him something, I'm like, these two things, those are the things that are most important to me. And that punishments would- for breaking rules, rule breaker punishments. You can't just hit someone with a chair and walk away with your title. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I get to keep the title, you know? Like, yeah. yeah there, there's so many, there's so many things. Um, for me, it's just try and keep me on the edge of my seat. How are you going to do that? It's it's story. It's it's all of these things. But actually, if you are going to tell me three weeks from today, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, but then I see them in a tag team match <laughs> the following night, you've instantly made me go, okay, I'm not interested. Like, I've just seen it. And it was cool, but... You know, so th- that's a big one for me. Is, How much you know, more heat would there oh, have been if, if Ziggler hadn't have fought Drew and they had that all that shit talking yeah. that Ziggler did, and then they finally get in a hardcore match? Yeah, they yeah. both yeah. wrestlers themselves would have felt different inside, and they, they would have let their for characters sure. do something bigger. <laughs> I think for me, it would come down to trust your talent. Yeah, yeah. Don't less, give less these scripts. job out finishes. Let them do what you pay them. A good amount of money to do uh, honestly i think this roster that we have right now uh, even with you know if you include the guys who are staying home from covid and whatnot it's one of the strongest we've seen in a in a quite oh, a long sure. time if you, sure. if you go back to yeah. the early 2010s late 2000s like because you got men and day. women the men and women men that and you want to watch who can do it you have a great developmental system now with nxt that we haven't seen since you know, old school OVW, trust those guys that you bring up, you invest time and money into bringing up and building up and getting a following and then signing the AJ Styles's from wherever and, and let them do what they've been doing for tens and twenties of years. Don't yeah, give these absolutely. job out finishes and double count outs and yeah, let whatnot. people lose, let them win, let, let them lose. grow, let them change, let them get over. And if they don't get over right away, Give them another week, two weeks. Give them the opportunity. Don't just say, yeah. "Oh well, it didn't work the first time, so you're out." Yeah. Gonna job for the rest. No, of your re- life. no rematches right after a pay per view of the same match that you just yeah. schmazzed out on too. the pay per view. Yeah, exactly. Wise so words talents. from the taxman. But like, I was just I'm wondering, like, like obviously we're not like geniuses of wrestling. I think a lot of people think this way, right? So. Does he know these things? Do the writers know these things? And producers, they just don't care. Uh, like, what is the deal? Or are we weird for wanting these things? Like, I don't understand. That's part of why I posed the question. It depends on it. It depends on your dem- your demographic, though, because if you like, if you're the WWE, right, and your your job is to make. I mean, I don't know how it works, corporations and whatnot, but if you. 
if your job is to make the company money, right? Yeah. Is the com- I mean, is the company making money just now? Yes, it is. So they've done it right. Do you Can know what I mean? Like, more though, like with uh, more viewers. Yeah, yeah but I guess the difference is their demographic. So they're making money just now because they're selling to kids. To kids, right? So it's a kids show, basically. Yeah. So so when I watch it, I'm like, cool. There's a couple of things I would have done differently, but yeah, in the same way that I watch Scooby Doo, and I'm like, yeah, there's a couple of things I would have done differently. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you, you know didn't I mean? get away with that. How'd they catch advertisers? <laughs> yeah. Advertisers love our demographic because we spend stupid money on stupid things as well so i feel like that well that's what chris jericho is talking about the king of the demo or god right, that's demo ad- god yeah, demo advertisers god, yeah. love that and we're in that demo but i think wwe it's probably not, has different criteria than just tv show ratings now they're big I think into their demographic is five to twelve <laughs> yes and the, you know how many of those five how many times 12. they're tweeted about by those five to twelve years or even by us and the older generation the wwe universe Whether it's good or bad you're being mentioned and when you show advertisers hey we're being talked about. For but sure. again, I think you're right in saying that getting us all on board will generate more views, more talk, more buzz, more everything. A hundred percent agree. And just one of those other things I would throw in there is I feel like when we were growing up, we understood the divisions. We knew where guys were on the card sort of by title. And if you have not clear cut divisions, but have an idea of who's going for what title, I think it helps the um, the performers. And I think it helps us understand what's going on as well. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was, I can't remember when, when it was. It was probably like WWE 2K16 or something like that. It was some video game that they released. And in, in it, you could have like a, a career mode with your created superstar. And uh, I remember in that, you started in NXT. And there was kind of like small storylines in it. But at the end of every week of working your character, you would find out where you were as a contender to the NXT title. And then eventually you'd win that. Uh, well, if if you could beat the game, you would win that and make it up to the main roster. And then from there, you would challenge for the US or the IC or the, the heavyweight title or whatever. And I kind of feel like that's what we need. Like, I, I want to know, you know, who who are the guys that are fighting for this and who are the guys who are fighting for whatever title? Um, they had that this week with um, AJ for um, the IC title. And now we've got um, AJ versus Grand Metalik for, uh, for the IC title coming up. So that might be quite interesting. I think I really enjoyed AJ on commentary. When he was, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, he's commenting on his name. And he's like, who, who is this guy? <laughs> and he's like, it's Grand Metalik. And he's, Metal, Met, Mentalik? <laughs> what is his name? And he's like, Metalik. He's like, Metal Leak. <laughs> mm. That's good stuff. He's it's quite enjoyable he's watching AJ. Out, in, my, like, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see a new face sort of yeah something different right title picture it's 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 not like a Dolph Ziggler going up against Drew Dolph Ziggler is as much as I hate to admit it, he's his his days are behind him whereas Grand Metalik is definitely someone who's on the upswing Lucha House Party's always fun so good to watch. Yeah. like why not with the Dolph Ziggler I've never been a big Dolph Ziggler guy but like I agree that it seems that his best days are behind him but I'm like 
you look at him in the ring, he's still amazing. On the mic, he's still really, really good. So why? Is it just because they don't know how to use him and they keep ruining his character? That's pretty well, much Well, that's why? it. They've just ruined his character. That's <laughs> well, why that's it's so days behind him. It yeah, it's sad. So many people, as they get so angry with what they do to their favorite superstars or superstars that, you know, so yeah. many people can see have so much talent, but then, you know, they don't do anything with yeah, it. But at least his oh. days in WWE are behind him. If he if he were to go to an AEW, oh my god, I hope he goes to AEW. Say whatever he, he wants. Should. That would be crazy. That would be so good. Yeah. Before um, um Chase, do it. before just uh, Jordan was mentioning about multi uh, about the career mode in video games, and that's something you've been very passionate about for a long time. <laughs> so just quickly, what are your thoughts on career mode in WWE video games? <laughs> um. Well, you know, everyone. There's how many games have there? How many wrestling games have there been since No Mercy and sixty four? Like tons and tons About and tons 40. of games. Yeah. And then people always go back to that as the best game, which is ridiculous. Obviously, it's not the best for like many reasons, but it had branching story storylines based on whether you win or lose, which is a must in my opinion in a career mode. Um. And th- today's career modes, it's like the cutscenes are like an hour long and you're like going home to your apartment and like buying groceries. Like none of this stuff matters, <laughs> you know, like or or, or you you lose and then you and you have to keep playing till you win. I'm like, what kind of career is that? Like, that's not real. Yeah, it should change based on whether you win or lose. And, and you should like, I don't know, the career modes have sucked for so many years. So many. My, years. I think the, the, the best one for me was. uh WWF Smackdown 2 Know Your Role I think it was called yeah and uh, uh, there was a great career mode in that Um, I can't remember what happened in it but I remember as a kid going this is what I want to do yeah the Smackdown games had good career modes I guess I'm talking more like the 2K ones you know the the more modern they they, they they of Reckoning I think was a really good one for me on GameCube I think that was a great storyline the lame pube (laughs) the lame pube (laughs) yeah yeah, no. Terror of endearment in Scotland. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think um, even like the remember the SmackDown versus Raw games, like they were all right as well. Yeah, they, were they fun. had a good career mode. They're too simulation now. I feel like you play and every move takes too long to do. You, the the contact, like you swing a chair, barely feel like you hit someone. It's just too simulated. It needs a little bit more pep, a little bit more arcadey feel. You know, it needs fair, to be redone fair. from the ground. Up much from the ground much like up. NBA 2K and some other sports games. It just yeah, like, like all these sports games that they keep robbing us yeah. every year for another eighty dollars. That same formula where they just pump out the same thing with a little bit better graphics, a little bit updates. And FIFA, just like FIFA. just like FIFA. Yeah, FIFA. All right, boys. Well, that was a very interesting episode of the Four Jobbers podcast. Is there <laughs> anything you guys want to say in closing? Uh. Big E, does he win the title? He's single now. <laughs> you, I mean, hypothetically, he's what? on his own. Will he's? He, well, no, he had a moment with Kofi. Kofi's like, "Yo, yeah. you're on your own now, man. I'm, I'm kind of hurt. It's your time. It's your time." Yeah. What does he win? The I mean, U.S. title or something? No, the title, the universal oh, the t- or the, the title. WWE title. Well, right now, he'd have to Braun, win it from Strowman Braun Strowman versus Big E. That would be amazing. Would, Braun Strowman built Braun Strowman is into a supernatural creature. He doesn't. He can't fight in a normal wrestling match anymore. Yeah. Uh, Versus Drew McIntyre. The bar fight. 
Oh yeah, what, ha what happened you can in the fight bar fight? Drew McIntyre. Yeah. The bar fight that we thought was going to happen in Extreme Rules that was supposed to happen in Extreme Rules that didn't happen in Extreme <laughs> Rules finally oh, for, happened. Yeah. Jeff Hardy beat Sheamus, as you know, in like one of those pre-scripted matches. He took, uh, he had the brother Nero makeup on. At the end, he won, and I hope that this puts a lid on that. And Jeff either goes somewhere as brother Nero or as himself. And Sheamus goes. They they just I want them to Got part to ways. Team up or part ways. Maybe one yeah. of them could. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Team up part ways. Fight one of them can fight Biggie. Uh, it's go. like a yeah. Fair. I think Biggie needs to now that he's. Oh, it's Willow. Oh, yeah, that's Willow. his alter ego, Willow, which no, most people probably don't know because it was on like TNA. Uh, I just uh, yeah. I just know his brother Nero, but uh, yeah, that's uh, and then NXT, which is the Keith Lee show. Uh, Keith Lee had to relinquish his North American title. Oh really? Yeah, he said uh, I want uh, up and comers to have something to fight for, and if I'm going to hold two, I'm going to focus on Good. the main one. And Bronson Reed won the North American title over Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong. That is your NXT. That's surprising to me, actually. The other two guys, I figured would, thirty second uh, would win that, but I think they're more yeah, established already. A guy like Bronson Reed. Uh, yeah, he. I don't know who that is. They do. He's another big guy. Another Who's big that guy Keith Lee going to fight well. now for the title? It looks like it's going to be um, Carrion Cross. Carrion Cross. Okay. Yeah. Who, if you've well. not watched yet, is I've heard incredible. Of him. Yeah. yeah very also very good. Yeah. So that, that was a quick. No, I appreciate that. Honestly, 30 seconds of NXT. I need more of that. Yes. And that Big E news dropped right at the end on and me while I've been talking about New Day the whole time. My goodness. Yeah, if it was me, of course, oh, I'm putting him right in the title picture. I'm having him crush Braun Strowman right into the swamp, step on his throat, and take the title. Yeah, I love Big E. I've always liked Big E. Back to when he was just like uh, Dolph Ziggler's muscle, yeah. and no one knew that he's actually hilarious and has got tons he of personality. Smacked AJ Lee. He smacked <laughs> no, not Big E. It was Ziggler, wasn't it? <laughs> Ziggler smacked... Uh, I don't yeah, 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 he I'm was sure trying he to pull off yeah. his coat, and he like smacks her in the chest like super hard oh by yeah, accident was i was like i thought in storyline he's like no no, no just a botch no by accident yeah yeah <laughs> anything in closing mr jason um no excellent so thank you everyone no. so much for listening to another episode of the four jobbers podcast we can be reached at the four jobbers on social media you can reach us on our personal social media it is in the description below and we would love to hear what you thought of the podcast. Please reach out to us either by commenting, by leaving a like, or reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Let us know if there's anything stupid that we said or controversial. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have an awesome week. Bye. If you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs>